Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. a good idea have a point it makes it so much more interesting for the listener welcome to the wednesday edition of at your service brad young sitting in with you this evening until 10 o'clock i've got to tell you i've been looking forward to this show all week uh, because i've got some great topics i had an opportunity to do an interview tonight and i said no uh, I wanted open phone lines all evening because we've got great topics uh, that are just uh, screaming for your input, like cancellation of student loans, uh, scientific evidence that men and women think differently. What? We needed a study for that? Uh, how about uh, what, Missouri bills on expired temp tags? Whether St. Louis streets are any safer, do kids have First Amendment rights? Uh, Oregon is thinking twice about their legalize all drugs, including psychedelic and hard drugs. Is it a good idea? All kinds of topics that the, the only thing that's missing from those topics is you. So we're going to be having open phone lines all night tonight. And again, I've been really looking forward to it. Also, I wanted to mention that as you know, you can listen to this show on the Odyssey app, and I wanted to give a shout-out. There's a there's a, a guy, a worship pastor from my church, Brian Wells, says he listens to uh, to the show on the podcast every week, so appreciate that, Brian. Thank you very much. But also, you can do that, too. You can get the Odyssey app. It's free, 
and it's easy to get. You can listen to all your favorite shows at any time. You can podcast it. You could listen to it live. Whatever works for you. That's what the Odyssey app is designed to do. Uh, also, I want to I want to bring in uh, I want to bring in Matt Pajeski, producer extraordinaire. Matt, good to see you, sir. Good to see you too, Brad. I wanted to bring you in for this story because last week, last week we had some um, we had some troubling news last week, and that is that the uh, the inventor of the pop tart, Bill Post, passed away last week, and uh, is pop tarts. You know, yeah. listen, I'm obviously I'm older than you, uh, but uh, when I was a kid, pop tarts was literally the go to. Breakfast food at the young household. How about Pajeski's? It was for me too, Brad. Cherry pop tarts in the morning. Yep, could not beat it because it's first off they're delicious. They are. Second, they're quick. You can you know sleep in a little bit when you're running late for school. You grab a quick pop tart on your way out. It's amazing. You open it up and also there's two in there. Like you get two pop tarts per package. I know it's it's, it's, it's great because you eat one and you're like, hey, I'm only halfway yeah, done here. It's so good. And I don't, I don't know about you, but I've never been one to. Put them in the toast in the toaster. I've never. Yeah. Do, I just ate them straight from the package. I don't know if I'm weird in doing that, but that was just the way to do it. I, I did both. I always thought that they were better in the toaster if you had milk. Okay. Because then is you got the coldness of the milk and the yeah. hotness of the toaster. But no, I do have to tell you a quick story. Yeah. When I was a kid, and and I got to give you a disclaimer here because I wouldn't be a good attorney if I didn't. Kids do not try this at home. All right. Uh, but I I my mom was throwing out a toaster. And so I took this old toaster, and my dad was a coal miner, so I had lots of black tape, right, because he would just come in giant spools, and I duct taped a toaster outside in the on position. So, you know, you push the button for the toaster? Oh, yeah. I would duct tape it down in the on position. I put two Pop-Tarts in there, (laughs) and it cycled through about four times because it didn't eject the Pop-Tart, right? It just kept cooking the Pop-Tart. Until the goo inside started boiling, Ugh. and 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 literally, it was a pop tart flamethrower. I mean, <laughs> these, these it was just this flaming goo comes shooting out of the top of the toaster. Oh, it was the coolest thing ever. Uh, but of course, and I pardon the pun, but the the toaster was toast. Yeah. I mean, it was no, it was never to be used again. You're you, Brad. You're the reason why they put silly labels on things. <laughs> you're a lawyer, you know why they have to do that because somebody like you was going to put a pop tart into the into the toaster for, you know, an hour or whatever. Yeah. So they have to they have to put these silly labels on them, and these silly warnings. Yeah. Okay, I'm guilty guilty as charged. Uh but so for you it was it was cherry pop tarts was Cherry pop tarts were number 1. I really like the s'mores pop tarts as well. Strawberry. Yep. Also great. I I've been looking online. There's like some bizarre flavors out there that they've created since the inception of the pop tart there's yep. like cookies and cream and like weird like really bizarre birthday yeah. cake ones like yeah, eh, i don't want that's, that that's where i draw the line but nah, i don't want that I, I, blueberry I like the, was my favorite yeah that's a good too uh, i like that and uh, uh but no i but i do have to tell you this i heard some rumors last week there's absolutely no truth matt no truth at all it's fake I news know. that mr bill post the creator and inventor of the pop tart there's no truth to the rumor that he was buried vertically in the ground. Okay? That is just fake news. It's not true. Thanks for clearing that up. So I, I don't want anyone anyone to be fooled by that because he was not buried in like a, a metal slot in the ground vertically. Yeah. It does not happen that way. That's that's just fake news. Uh, when we come back from this break, I've got, uh, again, a lot of stories to break down. But the beauty of this show, from my perspective, of course— 
is that it's open to you. You get to control. You get to interact with the host. You get to direct and control the direction of the show. What's on your mind? 314-436-7900 on the voice of St. Louis. KMOX. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. back to at your service brad young in with you this evening and if you've heard this show before and you've heard anything about student loans you're going to know my position on this but but i, I want to break this issue down uh, this evening because it was announced last week that the biden administration has announced a 1.2 billion dollars in additional student loan forgiveness now it's technically not a forgiveness plan. It's it's really a situation where where uh, this is just going to the national debt. No one's being forgiven of this. They don't have to pay it back, but we do. So it's not as if the students' loans are being forgiven. What's happening is is that the Biden administration is transferring debt from students to you. If you are a taxpayer, right now your tax liability just went up because the Biden administration announced an additional $1.2 billion in student loan forgiveness for more than 150,000 borrowers. Now, 
in looking at their statement, and this to me is something that that the Biden administration is cheering. And I want to get not just a situation where I'm mocking the Biden administration. You know, that's that's not how I roll. That's not what I do. But I want to get into the idea of is this a good idea or is this a bad idea? Is this good for our country or bad for our country? Let's discuss the topic and the idea, not just mock the administration. But they announced I'm actually reading the quote that I got from the from the Biden administration that said, and I'm quoting, the Biden-Harris administration has now approved nearly $138 billion in student debt cancellation for almost 3.9 million borrowers through more than two dozen executive actions, unquote. Now, that's from, that's from the press release from the Biden-Harris administration. And you might remember that there was a situation where it went to the Supreme Court several years ago about whether Biden could just, with the stroke of a pen, just waive and eliminate, exterminate all student loan debt. And that got challenged. It went up to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court said, no, you can't do that. Why? Because financial matters are the province of Congress, not the executive branch. And so since Congress didn't authorize this, President Biden couldn't do it. But President Biden has looked at this and figured out ways that through executive orders here and there in situations involving repayments that that he could set conditions in such a way that that literally now, according to their dollars figure, $138 billion in student debt cancellation. And, and of course, I disagree with that idea of student debt cancellation. It's not canceled. It's not as if it's been pardoned. It's not like, uh, it, it's not as if they've been forgiven, like sins are forgiven, not like that at all. They're simply being transferred. They're being transferred from students to transferred over to taxpayers in general. And I think this is a colossally bad idea. I read just this week that the uh, the national debt is now up to 33, I believe, trillion dollars. 33 trillion with a T dollars. That's our national debt. And the interest on our national debt right now is almost the same as what we spend for the entire defense budget every year. That's right. Our debt, our interest payments, because we're not paying down on the national debt. It's as if if you have a mortgage on your house, when you make a mortgage payment every month, that mortgage payment is comprised of two different figures. Number one is it's a principal payment, meaning every time you make a payment, the total amount that you owe on your house goes down by a certain amount. And it's also an interest payment. So you're paying the bank for the right, or for the privilege rather, of borrowing the money to buy your house. You don't have to come up with all that money at once. That's how mortgage works. That's not how our national debt works. So when when the U.S. government pays interest on the debt, there's not one penny that's going towards reducing the national debt. It's only going towards the interest owed on the national debt. And right now, it's almost up to a trillion dollars. That's just the interest on the debt is almost up to a trillion dollars. I think it's around $700 billion or $800 billion right now, and will soon match what we spend every year 
to protect our country with our Defense Department and our armed forces. And I don't think that's a good idea. If you think reducing student loans is a good idea, I would love to talk that over with you. 314-436-7900. You can call or text. Would love to hear from you. But here are some of the reasons why I just think this is a bad idea. It's a bad idea to cancel the debt. First of all, I think that student loan forgiveness is really just an abuse of the system. Think about it from this perspective. Did anyone force students to take out loans? No. There was no, it wasn't done at the at the barrel of a gun. They weren't being told that they had to do it. It wasn't required. Those students borrowed that money voluntarily. And so to say that something that you entered into, let's say it's a contract. If I hire you to mow my yard, okay, and I'm going to pay you 25 bucks to mow my yard. And then if if you come and mow my yard and all of a sudden I say, yeah, you know what? I, uh, I want a forgiveness. I don't really want to pay you uh, to mow my yard. I just want that debt forgiven. You're going to say, no, no, not at all. You, meaning to me, Brad, you got the benefit of my labor of me mowing your lawn. You're going to pay me for mowing the lawn. And so in this instance, students who borrowed money, they got the benefit of having that money. They went to school, they got an education, and through that education, and I'll get to this point in a moment, but through that education, that individual gets a higher paying job. God bless you. It's the American way. That's the way I did it. I borrowed my way through law school. Uh, my my parents didn't pay any of my law school. Uh, in fact, I got admitted. I was admitted into three. I only applied to three law schools. I got admitted to all three. But when I wanted to go to Washington University, I literally couldn't go there. Why? Even though I was admitted, they said, Brad, we want you to come to our law school. Couldn't do it. Why? Because the tuition was more than what I could borrow every year. My limit at the time in the 80s, you could only borrow up to $15,000 a year for all student loans. And the tuition at the time for Washington University Law School was about seventeen or 18000 a year. So I physically could not borrow enough money to go there. So I went to St. Louis U because it was cheaper. Great school. I love my education. Glad I went there. But I borrowed my way through. So by the time I got to my third year, uh, the tuition was higher than what I could borrow. So I just uh, gave up eating. And uh, if you could see me today, you'd say, well, he's made up for lost time. But the point being is, is that when I borrowed that money, got married, to my now wife, we had to pay that money back. Nobody came. Nobody said you could be forgiven of those. And if they had, I wouldn't have wanted it because I received the benefit of borrowing that money, and it's my responsibility to pay that back. And in fact, if you look at it from this perspective, who borrows the money? Who? I mean, what, what happens to that money? It goes to get you a college degree, a graduate degree, in my case, a law degree. And because of that, I get to make more money. Anyone who has a college degree has a greater earning potential than someone without a college degree. So why are we forgiving the debts of individuals who now have a greater earning capacity because of the money they borrowed? These are the folks who should have to pay that back. When you look at other welfare programs, they go to individuals who 
can't afford it. They don't have the money. They don't have the ability to go out and earn an income. Look at Social Security disability. These are benefits that go to people that cannot go out and earn a living. Okay, I, I that's that's a necessary evil. We have to do that. But do we have to forgive the debts of people who now have a higher earning capacity? They're the ones who should be paying these back, not canceling them. But instead, we've got an extra $138 billion added to our national debt for what seems to be the only reason being is to buy votes. That's what it seems like to me. Uh, secondly, only 20% of American adults have student loan debt. So is it fair? How fair is it to say for those 20% of Americans, we're going to give you debt relief. So you've got more money to spend on cell phones and streaming services instead of helping out other segments of the population. How fair is that? That's not fair at all. And yet that's really what happens when we have that student loan forgiveness. And I also mentioned, I think I talked about it a moment ago to some extent, that it really disproportionately helps the rich. It, it's helping people who have law degrees to pay off their debts. Do you think someone with a law degree should have the government come and say your debt is forgiven? Not a chance. If you've got a law degree or a medical degree, you should be paying it back because now you have much, much greater earning potential because of that borrowing. And really, let's get down to the heart of it. The problem with borrowing money for college today isn't borrowing money. The problem is how much college costs. That's the real issue here. That's the real issue. I know I've put two kids through college and my third is a junior at Mizzou. And right now, college tuition costs go up about 12 to 15% a year. And they were doing that when the rate of inflation was at 1% or 2%. And yet college tuition goes up 12 to 15% a year. Why? Because they're building all those buildings. That's why. So really the bigger issue here is not, is not are we borrowing too much money to go to college? The real issue is why does college cost so much? And let me put it in these terms before we go to the break. And that's this, economics. If you are forgiving people's debts, is that going to make college more affordable or less affordable? It's going to make it less affordable because if this were in an area where you were competing in the marketplace, a university could say, you know what, our, our numbers are dropping. We've got fewer kids going to school. Maybe we need to make it cheaper so that more people can come to school. But if the colleges know they can just loan money like crazy to students and the government's going to forgive the debt anyway, all that's going to do is encourage colleges to increase their costs because they know the students are never going to pay it back anyway. And it just seems to me like if you've ever paid off a loan, whether it's a car loan or a mortgage or any kind of loan, you did the right thing. And yet in this instance, we're rewarding bad behavior by students who are spending way too much money on lots of things and then crying because they can't afford to pay back the loans that they themselves agreed contractually to pay back. That doesn't seem fair to me. Does that seem fair to you? I'd love to hear what you think. 314-436-7900. Call or text. Phone lines are open. Uh, stick around. We'll be back right after this on At Your Service. 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to Camel X. Uh, Matt Pajeski and I were talking during the break, and he said, man, I'm I'm hungry for Pop-Tarts now. But you you were looking into what are some of the weird flavors for Pop Tarts? Yeah, so I knew they had, I knew they had some bizarre ones. So I I looked them up and just just off the top right here, strawberry milkshake, chocolate chip pancake, pumpkin pie, apple jacks, confetti cupcake. I mean, I could go on all night, Brad. There's a lot. Snickerdoodle, wild berry, hot fudge sundae. Yeah, that's, that's a bit too much for me. It's just you know it's artificial flavorings oh. and sugar just going straight to your bloodstream. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I mean, you have to take, you have to eat some of those pop tarts with a, with a, with a side of, uh, of uh, uh, insulin yeah. is what you need to take with that stuff because it is, it's totally, totally sugar. But and I hate to say this because I just sound, I sound like somebody as old as President Biden when I say this. But don't we, we just needed the flavors that they came out with. Weren't those good enough? I thought so, but apparently somebody needed frosted banana bread pop tarts, frosted banana and pumpkin. Yeah, pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice pop tart. You know, come fall, Brad. You oh. gotta jump on the pumpkin spice train, oh. otherwise you're missing out on. Oh. on money. Listen, I, I think pumpkin spice should be banned by the <laughs> Geneva Convention as cruel and unusual punishment. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't eat that under protest. There's no way. No. Oh, that sounds gross. But cherry. Oh, those were great. Strawberry, blueberry. Those were great. Yeah. But you know, there was a lawsuit. This was my goodness. This was probably in the '90s. Uh, but somebody sued Kellogg's because the strawberry Pop-Tarts contain no strawberries. What? No it's, way. It's all apple filling. It's flavored apple filling. It's not actually strawberries, mm. at least at the time it wasn't. Now, I think since then they've added a little bit of strawberry so they can say it uh, uh, ac- contains actual strawberries, yeah. but it was primarily apple because apples are cheaper. Gotcha. So you could flavor apples to be anything that you want. So a lot of the flavoring was done with apples. But I'll tell you, when it was shooting out of that toaster, it, <laughs> it was just on fire is what it oh, was. It yeah. was it was a flaming flamethrower of Pop-Tart goo is what that thing was. That, that's a weapon, Brad. <laughs> it's a weapon. Speaking of being banned by the Geneva Convention, my goodness, use that weapon in warfare and the Swiss are going to be calling you. Uh, but no, I want to go back. I was talking about this student loan issue, and I got a lot of texts actually coming in during the break. Thank you very much. You can text just like the phone line, 314-436-7900. And most of the folks texting in are in agreement that if, if you borrow money, you should have to pay it back. If you get the benefits of an education, particularly if that 
launches you into a higher income bracket. I mean, you have a contractual, moral, ethical, and legal responsibility to pay that back. And yet, in the amount of, according to the the White House, $138 billion has been not forgiven, but simply transferred from students who borrowed those debts, have been transferred to to the national debt that's being paid by you and me and our kids and grandkids and great-grandchildren for no real reason other than to simply buy votes. So I'm glad that the folks who are texting in uh, agree with me on that. Thank you very much. But I was really hoping that somebody would call in and say, no, I think student loan forgiveness is a good idea. Not that I want to debate it. I just want to have someone with that perspective and to to back up that position that, that this is a good idea. Because any way that I analyze it, it's just not just a bad idea. It's wrong. And I'm certainly glad that a, a lot of you are in uh, complete agreement on that. Can I go? I think we got a call on the line. Tyson's been calling in. Hey, Tyson, good to talk to you. Hey, you too, Brad. So I agree with you that the college is too expensive. And why wouldn't it be? Because the loans are going to get paid back one way or another. Sure. So they're willing to give loans to anyone, no matter how qualified they are or are not. Exactly. Now we, I find the industry to be a little bit predatory for that reason. Oh, it's but extremely predatory. It's really, what's that? Yeah, it's extremely predatory, Tyson, because you've got universities and colleges. You you may have the lowest of low GPAs in high school, but if you show up at college and say, you know what, I want to study, mm, I want to study uh, uh, microbiology. Even though I can't spell it, they're going to say, we're going to sign you right up. And here you can borrow $25,000, a year tuition money. Uh, it's extremely predatory. Right. So if it's predatory, two things have to happen. One, the system has to change. But two, should you have to pay it back if you were preyed upon? Well, but, but don't, don't forget, though, the school has already got their money. The school gets their money at the time that the student takes out the loan. So really, mm-hmm. in terms of paying it back, it's the it's you and I that are holding the bag for that. Sure, I understand that. So it's 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 by the time that the debt is incurred, the offending party has already committed the ethical crime. They've already been paid. And so it's like it's like the burglar has already broken into your house and stolen the money, but now we're going to try to get get repaid by somebody else. So the offending party keeps getting away with it. And when the government forgives these loans, all it's going to do is encourage more people to take out more loans who shouldn't be and incurring more debt that they're never going to pay off. It may or may not, because my understanding of what he forgave was someone who's paid off a loan for 25 years. That's true. So you true. figure that person's 47 going on 50 Unfortunately, they haven't made it in life financially if they haven't been able to pay off their loans. I'm not really that opposed to forgiving loans at that point. Well, don't forget, though, this is the fallback position because the initial position in the Biden administration was to forgive all student debts, all student loans, just with a swipe of the pen, and they're gone. And that would have included, you're right, for these folks under this particular program, these are folks who have been making payments uh, for an extended period of time. And yet— Why, why should they not have to fulfill their legal 
moral and ethical obligation to pay that back completely. I mean, when well, you one, when you were I know, but when you were when you borrowed money for your car, let's say for example, you borrowed money and after two or three years of making payments on your car, the car turns out to be a lemon. After two or three years, you can't take it back. You still have to pay it off. You can't go to the bank and say, you know what? Um, this car dealership, they were just predatory and they made me buy this car. And Mr. Banker or Ms. Banker, I really don't want to pay you back for your loan. They're going to laugh at you. That is true, but you could file bankruptcy and have that loan discharge where you can't do that really with student loans. And thank goodness for that. that, Not only is it predatory, we're giving it to young people who may not understand the consequences. It's more akin to a mortgage than a car loan because it's going to last for years and years and years. That's true. And years on end, maybe the rest of your life. These same people could not get a car loan or a home loan from that same bank, but yet we're throwing tens of thousands of dollars at them and expecting them to understand the lifelong consequences. Well, I don't know, 18-year-olds fighting a war. If, I think if you're smart enough to fight in a war, you're smart enough to figure out that i got to pay off my student loans. That is true on that hand. On the other hand, you're not smart enough to buy alcohol, and in some places, cigarettes. <laughs> and you're not financially smart enough to be able to get a car loan or a home loan. But these same banks will give them tens of thousands for student loans. Right. But you know why, though? The reason why they'll give student loans to students is because they're backed by the federal government. So the bank yes, knows, exactly. hey, look, if, if John Smith doesn't pay off his loan, the government's going to pay me back, so I'll loan him as much money as he wants. So That's I, exactly right. But you do raise a good point there, Tyson, and I will give you credit for that, that in this instance, these loans are being forgiven uh, are for individuals who have a track record of paying them off and for that, at least on this particular uh, $1 billion loan forgiveness, even though, again, it's not a forgiveness, it's a transfer of debt. But in this instance, at least those individuals have been making payments, and I will, uh, I will give them that. Tyson, I appreciate you calling in this evening. You bet. Have a good night. All right, you too, sir. Thanks for calling in. Hey, we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, and listen, I will tell you, I got one person here that says the original... Pop-Tart flavors, Matt, were strawberry, apricot, baked apple, and brown sugar cinnamon. I'm not sure. And they say, I'm not sure they were much better than what we have now. (laughs) Maybe so. I haven't eaten uh, pumpkin spice Pop-Tarts. You be the judge. Brad Young, Camo X. Don't go away. Rich Horace hosts the King of OX Home Improvement Show, presented by Mosby Building Arts, Saturday at 11 on The Voice of St. Louis, King of OX. Thanks for sticking around for At Your Service. We'll be on this evening until 10 o'clock, and uh, we'll be going through lots of different news stories. Uh, One of the news stories that struck me this week is this. And we've heard a lot of stories recently about how uh, all of a sudden in our culture, it's somehow prejudicial, it's somehow discriminatory to say that a man is a man and a woman is a woman. And suddenly now that, that's, a, that's a bad thing, and it just happened over the last few years. It's shocking to me. We had uh, when uh, Supreme Court nominee Ketanji Brown-Jackson was— Before the Senate, for her nomination hearings, she was asked, and I'm quoting, quote, 
Senator, what is a woman? Unquote. And Supreme Court Justice Ketanji Brown Jackson said, I don't know. I can't answer that. I'm not a biologist. That was her answer. So we don't know what men and women are. And of course you do. If you, you know what a woman is, you know what a man is. But there's this idea now uh, when you talk about trans students and trans athletes, we've got men participating in women's sports, which is crazy. Uh, you know, you never see the opposite. You don't, you don't see that going the other way. You only see women who have transitioned to, to I mean, uh, men who have transitioned to women participating in sports. You're not seeing the opposite. But I've always said that I, I really want to, to, uh, to buy a Harley and to self-identify as a bicyclist. And I would win the Tour de France every year. I would Every year I would win it. No question. I would be the most highly decorated cyclist the world has ever seen if I simply got on a Harley and self-identified as a bicyclist. But what's interesting is that today there's a story that came out uh, in the uh, Science of Neurology Journal of – I'm sorry, it's the National Academy of Sciences Journal that – a peer-reviewed study has shown that men and women's brains do work differently. And it was studied with MRI imaging, and they studied how women process information. You know, we know that certain parts of the brain are used for certain activities. And so by doing MRI imaging of the brains of men and women, if they could even, I mean, I don't know how the scientists could identify what men and women are if they're in academia, but they claim they did. But here's what I think is interesting. In the very top of this article, the article has to mention that it is controversial to study how men and women are different. Why is that controversial? Why is it controversial to say a man is different from a woman? No one's saying that men are better than women or that women are better than men. But there, obviously, there's a difference, and I don't need to spell out what that difference is. Uh, also, what I think is interesting is I, I, uh, I talked to a forensic pathologist one time, and I said, can you identify, can you identify uh, from the bones, a skeletal bones, can you identify a man from a woman? It's absolutely. So if you take a, a male skeleton and bury it in the ground— and in 20 years, dig it up. Any forensic pathologist can tell you that's a man's skeleton. Like, just like a woman. You bury a, a female skeleton, 20 years from now, 100 years from now, 1,000 years from now, you dig up that skeleton and you can say whether that's a man or a woman. But apparently we just can't say whether it's a man or a woman today when they're still alive. Apparently that is the restriction. But there is a difference. And you know what? Wouldn't life be boring if there wasn't a difference, I mean, my wife and I, very different. And yet, would you really want to be married to yourself? No, no, not at all. I Embrace the difference. Embrace the challenges. Enjoy the, the differences between men and women from emotionally, cognitively, relationally, in all the different ways. But this study showed that the way that men perceive themselves is different than what women perceive themselves. Of course, that's obvious. And it's also big differences in, in how men and women view introspection 
and retrieving personal memories, which I thought was, was, was very interesting. And it's also, the study proved, which again, who didn't know this 500 years ago? Okay, maybe not 500, but easily 200 years ago, that men and women have chromosomes that release sex-specific hormones in the brain. We've known this, and yet it's suddenly big news that there's a study that come out. It was from Time magazine, had to come out and say, yes, men and women are different. Well, I, I don't know if you have an email address for Justice Katanji Brown-Jackson, but I would like to send her this article because may, she needs to know this. She needs to know that, number one, that there are some scientists who have no problem saying this is a man and this is a woman, and also that there are differences in how we think, how we respond to stimulus, how we process memories, and I'm sure that you are thankful for that. I, I know my, my wife is so giving and generous in ways that I never could be. And I don't think that's just because uh, of the of the our environment. Some of that is actually genetic. I have no question about it. And I bet that you would have a similar view talking about your spouse and the qualities that he or she have that you don't have. Seems to me common sense. But as the old saying goes, common sense isn't quite so common anymore. Coming up in the next hour, we're going to talk about traffic issues in St. Louis. Talk about temp tags, those dreaded temp tags. And there's bills in Jefferson City to solve this problem that I know that you can relate to. Brad Young at your service. Stick around. We'll be right back after this break. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 oh. 
O'Reilly.